Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome back to the official England podcast. I'm Adam Smith and we are just one day away from England against Germany at Wembley Stadium. I'm here with you all the way through England's campaign at Euro 2020, offering daily exclusive news, interviews and highlights all from within the England camp. It's another episode that will help satisfy your lion-sized hunger. Here's what's coming up. It was the turn of the Yorkshire PLO, Calvin Phillips, to chat to the media. You know, to go out and play against Germany, we know what their strengths and weaknesses are. We'll be catching up with Josh Denzel for all the latest from inside the camp. I thought Rice, Basmati, Busquets, a little bit of, you know, alliteration now. You know, I thought, yeah, why not? England midfielder and all-round top bloke Declan Rice stepped into the Lions' den. Training this week's been really tough and good and everyone's ready, whoever gets picked for Germany. And I spoke exclusively with the inspirational... Marcus Rashford. Now it's it's our moment to create our own history. No mucking about then, let's crack on. You're listening to the official England podcast. First up, here's what's been happening at St George's Park. Mason Mount and Ben Chilwell are in their final day of isolation from the rest of the camp. As a result, they'll be able to rejoin the squad from 12am Tuesday morning. Kieran Trippier gave us a rare insight into the camp's table tennis community, claiming on his Instagram that he is indeed the ping pong champ. Very interesting that, as when I spoke to Reese James, you may remember him claiming to be one of the best. So I'm not getting involved. All I'm saying, though, is I can play a bit as well, lads. <laughs> Harry Kane posted a video onto his socials of a rather impressive attempt at the three ball challenge in training. Harry scored a clean sweep of goals, including a volley going top bins and a right and left-footed strike from outside the area. Brilliant stuff from the skipper. And finally, yesterday it was the turn of Calvin Phillips to face media questions, or as he's more commonly known as, the Yorkshire Pierlo. Here's what he had to say. You know, everyone says that, you know, Gareth were a defender, so, you know, his teams are very defensive, but I feel like if you look at the last three games, um, we haven't considered a goal, which is good, and, you know, if... If you like my club team where, you know, we can score five goals and concede four, then it's probably not as good. So, you know, the fact that we're keeping clean sheets um, is a major positive as well. We know it's going to be a difficult game, but we can't always focus on, you know, how they're going to do when they're on the ball. We need to, you know, try and break them down um, minute by minute. And, you know, we've been working on some stuff in the training ground and hopefully it works out, it comes off. You know, my job for the team is winning the ball back and giving it to them. You know, the more flurry players and people that can do something. So I feel like when I'm in a position to get the ball and turn forward, there's, you know, there's loads of options. And um, I just feel like sometimes, like I said in the interview earlier, that 
Um, I'm new to the team, so I don't really want to risk the ball too much. And you know, it's about being, you know, it's about being courageous and it's about being positive when you get the ball. And you know, I've been trying to do that since I've been here. And um, hopefully, with a few more games, I can keep doing that. You know, to go out and play against Germany, we know what their strengths and weaknesses are, and um, we're just looking forward to getting out there and doing the job. And you know, hopefully, we can do that. It quite simply wouldn't be an official England podcast without the man, the myth, the legend himself, the presenter of Lions Den, Josh Denzel. When I googled the 10 most famous Joshes in the world, I couldn't believe that his name didn't crop up. I've since wrote to other search engines. It is Josh Denzel. How you doing, mate? I've got I better get on my Wikipedia page. Everyone's not sorting that out. Oh, mate. Uh, well, first thing I want to ask you, mate, you had Declan Rice on Lions Den. Yeah. Uh, I liked his intro, by the way. And you, you refer to him as the Basmati Busquets. Where did that come from? Do you know what? Declan Rice, midfielder, CBM, has, has, has all the tools. I thought Rice... Basmati, Busquets, a little bit of, you know, alliteration now, you know, but I thought, yeah, why not? You're in, you let me down with the intro. So I thought <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to make up for that by giving Deck the biggest intro possible. It's a great answer. Chuck it back on me. Um, as always on this podcast, we do play bits of Lions Den. It was a great show as always. Um, spoken about so many things in your chat. Mm. The first thing he spoke about was his, uh, that feeling of walking out at Wembley, which I thought was really good. Here's what he had to say. Obviously lucky enough now to have the fans in the stadium, 22 and a half thousand, to have my family there. Um, mate, it's just special, you know, walking out, you know, the, you feel the energy um, and you're just you're lining up, singing the national anthems and you feel the lads all pulling each other in tight, mate. It was just, oh, it was top notch. Who's, who's singing the anthem the loudest? I feel like you're up there. Yeah, I do sing it passionately because I feel like then it gives me a bit of extra energy, like to go out there yeah. and perform as well. Like once that's done and you have the team photo, you take your jacket off, that's it, then it's go time. Yeah, Josh, is that what you're hearing from a lot of the players? A lot of them saying that national anthem just seems so special, given that it's at Wembley. It's, it's extra special for these players, isn't it? For sure. And they're singing the anthem and it's getting them... It's, it's just charging them up for a massive game. And they look to the stands and they're saying they're seeing their family. They all know now, because there's been a few games at Wembley, exactly where their family sit. So it just yeah. makes the occasion so big. And it's it's just a proud moment for a lot of these guys. And, and I, I, this is, as you said on the podcast before... This could be like the closest thing to a home tournament we get, we, we yeah, get in, in, this, yeah. in these players' careers. So they're drinking it in, they're relishing it. And look at the results, you know what I mean? It seems to be working. Yeah, he's been a solid part as well of that that base of that midfield. Uh, England kept three clean sheets and he spoke about that with you. Here's what he had to say. Three games, three clean sheets. And as I, I think you're like the first line of that defensive unit. Mm. That that must feel good. I mean, playing well. Sure, sure, surely for you, you, you look at it and you're like, all right, cool, we, we're time to build on this again. Yeah, definitely. I think, like you said, there, the positives have been three clean sheets. You know, we've been hard to beat, hard to break down. And obviously, my job simple to to try and help the defenders keep the ball at the back of the net. And you know, if I can help the team do well, then then I'm happy. Sure, it's a young it's a young squad. Even though you started those three games at 22 in a major tournament, I know you you keep yourself to such high standards that yeah. you know there's always room to improve. And I know that's why you've been working extremely hard the last six days. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, with me, there's always so much talking and people expect so much. But I just kind of try to keep my head down and, you know, know what I'm good at and know that if I go out there and play to my best, then in my own mind, you know, I'm, I can be one of the best players out there. So it's just about staying focused. Yeah, did you get a big sense from him, Josh, that, that is, it, that's his job? When he keeps a clean sheet, it's almost like job done for him. He's not a defender, but, that, but he's so integral in, in helping the defence, isn't he, where he plays? Yeah, he said whatever he does, as long as it's helping the team 
get the result that we need, that's what he'll do. You know, he might have aspirations of, of being Ronaldinho and going past 25 players <laughs> and coming back, going around the keeper and heading it in, you know what I mean, off the floor. But he, he said, I'll do whatever I need to do. Like, if it doesn't look pretty, it doesn't look pretty. If it doesn't if it doesn't give you massive plaudits, it doesn't give you massive plaudits. But as long as we get the results, we want to win for each other. We want to win for England. We want to win for the fans. I would love it if he did that in the next <laughs> game, that, that Ronaldinho bit of skill. And speaking of the next game, he spoke about that. We all so anticipated about the Germany game. And this is what Declan Rice had to say about the preparations. I know you, you walked over here and you were like, it's been it's been a tough tough few days. Like yeah. you're someone who loves to get you love football, loves to get your head down and just graft. Yeah, definitely. I think training obviously has had to to have been tough the last couple of days because we start to come off it now towards the game. So the hard training days are done. We know what we want to do, and uh, tomorrow, the day before the game, will be a light fun session, and then we'll be into the game on Tuesday. We had Phil on and. Uh, he said it's, it's a young squad, but there's still so much room to improve, I guess. Is, is the best still yet to come in this tournament? Yeah, definitely. I think not only with us, I think from all the top sides you've seen, I think not everyone's been at their absolute best yet. Yeah. Um, you can say that for a load of the top nations. So for us, like, like people say, we're just cooking. <laughs> just cooking. <laughs> just cooking. Um, but yeah, hopefully in the Germany game, you know, we know what the occasion is. You know, as players, we've got players that have played in top games already in their career. Um, We'll be ready to go out there and give it absolutely everything. Talking of that Germany fixture, it's one that I know you've spoken to the media about. Are you relishing it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> For me, it will, it, will, it will definitely be the biggest game of my career so far if I, if I get the chance to play. Um, you know, the history of England, Germany and what it means. But now it's not just like me playing against them in a friendly game. This is in a major tournament. You win, you go through, you lose, you're out. And you obviously deal with all the, all the stuff after what happens with that. But... We want to win that and obviously that will then give us the extra boost to then push on again. Training this week's been really tough and good and everyone's ready, whoever gets picked for Germany. I love that he just said it will be the biggest game of his career so far. Just no mucking about with him. Yeah, he, he understands. I think he's obviously an England fan as well and he's, he knows the history there. Like the first thing he said was there's a lot of history there. And like, that, yeah. The football history runs so deep. You know what I mean? We've had all of these massive games that, that people have spoken about and obviously as soon as the England-Germany fixture gets brought up, everything from the past gets dragged up and yeah. he's one of those players that he's a young player but he knows a lot about it and he understands how important it is for the fans and he understands that if we do win this game, this massive game, the route to the final is is very, very achievable. Yeah, it's so interesting. I was looking at it, especially with the, the, the result from the Netherlands-Czech Republic game. Although Czech Republic are a good team, as we know, but you look at some of the results, it is fascinating to see. I love the fact that you asked him about if he's missing Mason Mount, his good mate in Chile as well. This is what he had to say. There's been two, I guess, major absentees for the last few days in Mason, Chile. Yeah. I feel like they're two of your your, your best mates in the, in the squad as well. Yeah. How big of a, a miss is it having not... Such big characters, I guess, not in and around the group. And what do they bring to the group? It's been so weird. Um, <laughs> obviously, from when we lost them at, at the Spurs before Czech Republic, it was it was weird because obviously of, with what happened, they're having to isolate. Um, but like you said, the lads get on so well with them. You know, to not have them around, it's, it's been tough for me to be fair, not being <laughs> able to see Mace. But I'm sure now, next couple of days, he'll be out and he'll be training again. Do you do you check in on them like on, on a FaceTime or? Yeah, no, I spoke to Mace a couple of times on FaceTime. Yeah. Um, he's all right. I think he's just bored. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just bored now. Um, but yeah, he's sweet. We've been talking and uh, yeah, hopefully, like I said, we can see him in the next couple of days. It's nice to hear though, Josh, that, that, that FaceTime. So it sounds like, you know, they're, they're still in communication, not face to face, but over FaceTime. Yeah. 
there's still that that bromance going on for sure, and like that's how tight this team is. You know, what I mean, when one when one part of it goes, they're, they're still part of the gang. You know, what I mean, I know that they they they, they chat all the time. I occasionally occasionally see. Uh, you know, Mace, he's looking out of his window, like longingly at some of the players going off to training and stuff like that. And it's, there's still that connection. And these boys are friends on and off the pitch. And like, you know, it's not just because they're, they've are they been kind of lumped together in the England side. It's like these these, these guys are genuinely best mate. And uh, just remind us what's coming up next because Lions Den is a daily show. You're back tomorrow. Uh, what's happening, mate? Yeah, daily show. So we've got a departure show tomorrow. It's going to be uh, slightly early. Actually, we'll be about four o'clock. Um, we're going to wish, okay. the, wish the boys well uh, on their journey down to the uh, London and base before the game at Wembley against Germany so stay tuned to that we're going to have a player uh, jump in before he gets on the coach and have a have a quick word with him about preparations about how they're going to spend the 24 hours before the game so it should be a good one Class Josh as always thank you because it's worth saying to the listeners you have a big day a busy day with the schedule and you always give up your time to come on the pod so massively appreciate it mate and we'll catch up tomorrow Nice Ryan Smithy looking forward to it gap between the two games so uh, earlier on in the week we've we've got some good sessions in um good both tactical and, and physical sessions um so yeah we're, we're we're prepared for the game now and just the the fine touches now 
Before we talk about the Germany game, obviously we're all very excited about that. Just wanted to get your reaction uh, to England's tournament so far. Three games done, three clean sheets, top of the group. I imagine the mood in the camp is one of real positivity following the group stages. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, there's definitely things we can we can improve on, but you know, getting getting two wins out of the three coming coming top of your group, not conceding a goal, it's 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 definitely you know a good mood in the camp and. I think everyone's just look, looking forward to the next game and focus on the next game. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we, we can do the same now. I've spoken to a few of the players that, that play in sort of similar positions as you, those attacking areas. England are so blessed with options in the position you play. Is that How do you analyse that? Frustrating that there's so many good players in those positions or, or is it a positive that it actually spurs you on and, and helps improve yourself? Yeah, I think it's a it's a positive. Um, you know, you never know what's going to happen in the games um, and we need to be... You know the ones who are on the bench need to be need to be ready to to come on and, and change the game. Um, and ultimately, we have we have a lot of options, like you just said. So yeah, um, for the team, it's a it's a it's a good thing. And do your preparations stay exactly the same if if you're on the bench or if you're starting? Because obviously, you are an experienced England player now. Do you, do you approach each game exactly the same? Yeah, I think it's it's important mentally to to just approach and treat each game the same. Um, you have to be a professional, even even if you are on the bench. Um, you have to you have to make sure you're ready to to come on and and score a goal if if that's what the team needs. Um, so yeah, my my mentality stays the same, and I think um, you know going into the next game, everyone's gonna have that that mentality. I think we've worked we've worked well this week. Um, so yeah, like I said, everyone's focused and and just looking forward to to the next test. Yeah, I've really got that sense speaking to all the players how, how how good the mood in the camp is. Does it get any more a little bit more serious now that we saw, you know, obviously when you arrived there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. D- does it get a bit more serious now that we are in the business end or, or is it just business as usual? Um I think it's business as usual to be honest. Um I don't I think when we, you know, from the first game we've we've wanted to win each win each game. Um yeah. and you know, just because it's knockout, nothing, nothing changes really. We still want to go and try and win every single game. Um, so the mentality has to stay the same. And to be fair, I think it, I think it has done. Um, you know, we've not sat back in, and and tried for a, a draw um, in in any of the games so far. Mm. So I don't expect anything to to change. We're gonna we're gonna go and try and win the game. Love to hear that. I wanted to ask a few questions about you personally. I think people still forget you're only 23 years of age for, for how, how young you sort of burst on the scene, but also for how much you do off the pitch as well. I mean, congratulations on, on the MBE and everything that you've achieved off the pitch. How much of a motivation was that from you for, for a young age to, to be a role model, not just on it, but off it as well? Yeah, it was always something that I, that I, that I wanted to do. Um, something that I feel is the you know, a, a good way to set an example to the the next generation of of players. Um, yeah, and just you know, whether whether or not it helps them, that that's up to up to them. Um, but I'm just showing my own characteristics and personality, and showing that it's important to express yourself uh, in whichever way you you please, really. And um, yeah, just do that throughout your career alongside you know the stuff that you do on the pitch it's it's important yeah it's great to hear mate and of course we know recently that you had um, a conversation with Barack Obama so is he someone that you're in touch with during the tournament does he message you after games and things like that <laughs> no no um, it was a it was a great conversation all that I had with him and um, you know I've managed to, to speak to some some great people great leaders yeah um, and just taking messages from them really and and trying to implement them into 
into my career and, and my own life. Were you nervous when you spoke to him? Because I know that you, you mix it, you're a professional footballer and you, you're obviously playing for England, but obviously he is you know, one of the most recognisable people in the world. Was that, were you, did you have a few butterflies before that conversation started? Um, not really. We, we was meant to um, do it a while ago, I think before, before right. Christmas. And um, just because of COVID and, and you know the games and, and stuff like that, it was difficult to, to get the call done. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pleased that we managed to get it done because it, I, I learned a lot from, you know, the the 30 or 40 minutes that we was that we were speaking. Yeah, I bet class. Um, and I wanted to speak to you as well about the, the squads because obviously you were part of what was such a great World Cup in 2018. How do you think the squads compare now? Do you think England's squad is even stronger than that squad in World Cup, given the strength and depth that, that we now have? Um, yeah, I'd say so because we have more options, and not only yeah. because of the the players, but we've had time. Um, we've we've managed to, you know, play in different systems and become comfortable in different systems, different ways of playing. Um, whereas at, at the World Cup, we was we was very much um, solid in in the system that we were playing. But in terms of um, like mixing it up and changing for different games, we we weren't quite at that stage yet. Um, whereas now I think we we've changed systems twice. Um, yeah, we've changed systems twice and so far in the tournament um, and also in between games we, we sometimes change and, and we look comfortable doing so so it's um we're, we're in a we're in a better position now um than we were in in the world cup um but yeah hopefully we can we can push and, and go on and try and win it. Yeah, and of course, a lot of young players, a lot of a lot of players in this squad making their tournament debuts. So, do, do a lot of the young players come to y- the likes of yourself and Harry and Jordan and, and ask for advice about tournament football, or are you finding that actually a lot of these young players are, are really fearless and, and just ready to go anyway? Yeah, to be honest, I think they're just they're just ready to go. A lot of them play at yeah. play at big clubs and they've been involved in big games already, um, despite being being so young. So. I don't think it's something them something for them to to fear really. Um, I think it's something that they've just took in the stride. And you know, I think um, looking back to when when I first came into the team, that's what you want to do. You want to do things that come natural to you, and you know, you just want to you want to take it into your stride. And you mentioned training earlier. Uh, we had Connor Cody on recently, and I was asking him about training sessions, and he said that yourself and Jaden Sancho are not making him for fun <laughs> in training. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? Are you just having Connor Cody all the time? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I think it, no, Do I not? don't think so. I think it's been spread out a little bit. Um, just on Connor Cody or with, nah, with all the players. Everyone, I think I've been done a few times as well. Yeah, Have you? Yeah. Really? I'm not the greatest defender. <laughs> <laughs> Love how you answered that. To be fair, we had San- Sancho was on as well, and he said the same thing that that you are one of the the Rondo kings and the nutmeg <laughs> kings in training. So who who would you give it to? Who is the ultimate in the Rondos in the nutmegs? Who would you um, give it to? I think Sancho's has has done a few people. Um, yeah, I think Jude's done a few people. Yeah, I've seen one of them actually. I think Hendo got someone today. Did he? And is it quite a big thing whenever anyone gets nutmeg? Do you let them know um, about it? Then is that because the few that I've seen, it, it doesn't look like you want to be on. No, the I think it's then. just a bit of a bit of banter, you know and. Um, yeah, yeah, it's to be honest, it's it's fun whilst you're in camp. If something happens in training and and it was just a good laugh, it's 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 quite funny. Yeah. It lasts a while. Do you know what, mate? As as a viewer, when when England film it on their socials and you see it, it's it's <laughs> something that the fans buzz off, isn't it? I, I don't know why that is. It's just at every uh, level getting nutmeg. It's just it's just brilliant. Uh, right, let's look ahead to the game then. England against Germany at Wembley Stadium in a Euros knockout game, and it just just even me saying that it just sounds so special. That doesn't it? Yeah, it's it's a it's a massive game. Um, 
But I, I think we've we've been. Well, I've said it since since the beginning, and you know, to my friends and stuff like that. If we're going to win the tournament, we have to beat the the best teams. Um, it's as simple as that. And uh, Germany are definitely up there with, with one of the best teams in the in the tournament. Um, so, like I said before, it's a big big test for us. Um, but when we're not shying away from it, we're definitely going going for it head on. And um, like I said before, we're going to try and try and win the game. You've played in some massive games for England. Do you think this is up there with one of the biggest games that you've ever played in for England, just given the rivalry between the two countries? Um, yeah, probably. I think other than the, the later stages of, of the World Cup, yeah. um, this is going to be up there with, with one of the biggest games. Um, and it's it's up to us to create our, our own history now. And um, yeah, that's what, we're, that's what we're focused on doing. And um, like I said before, we're not going to... Let the fact that they were they were they were top team phase us and um, make us not play the football that we want to play. Uh, we want to go out and express ourselves on the pitch. Um, you know, we want to defend well and ultimately we want to we want to score goals. Um, so hopefully we can we can do that in the game. Well, is it is it tough as players to sort of block out all the noise when England play Germany or, or Scotland or, or games like that? A lot is made of of the occasion and the, and the, the, the history, but is it quite hard as players to sort of block that out and, and just concentrate on what is the game rather than the occasion? Um, I, I don't think it's quite hard to be honest. I think you know everybody loves a, a little bit of history. Um, yeah, do, yeah. <laughs> but the, the the fact of the, the matter is that now it's it's our moment to create our own history and. Yeah. Um, you know what happened in the in the past doesn't it, it doesn't have an effect on us and it doesn't really matter. Um, but at the same time, it's 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 good and it's important to to understand the history between two countries um, that that are facing up against each other. So I think it comes hand in hand really. But you know I think the team and and, and the staff are focused on the fact that um, you know the team we want to as a team we want to create our our own history and um, we don't want to let the past. Uh, determine uh, the result of this game. Love that. And just finally, mate, I've been asking all the players this because uh, we're all intrigued to get an insight into what players get up to. So what have you been doing in your downtime? Because there's an array of sort of entertainment and things to keep the players busy at St George's Park. So what is Marcus Rashford doing when he has a bit of time I'm, off? I'm doing a little bit of everything, to be honest. We've, we've oh, done yeah, a bit yeah. of basketball. I've seen you. You've got a bit of tech in the basketball. I've seen that. <laughs> a little yeah. bit of um, table tennis, darts. Um, yeah. I've bought my PlayStation, but I've not been on it too much, to be honest with you. Um, right, and then just watching watching films or sleeping. Love it. Oh yeah, what what films you got on the go? What uh, sort of I'm watching have you got on the go? SWAT at the moment. It's like L- LAPD stuff. Nice. There we go. That's that. That concludes the fact that you've had a bit of everything is nice. We've got lads that play table tennis, basketball. You do it all. The only other thing I wanted to say was just the message you have for the fans. Really, there's so many people that are going to be at Wembley, millions watching. So just finally, what you'd like to say to the fans ahead of the big Germany game? Yeah, I think just a, a big thank you, really, and and you know a message to to ask them to keep supporting us. Um, it's been a it's been a long wait for us that we've that we've not had fans in the stadium, um, and it's definitely been a, a great feeling to have his back. So um, hopefully you, you manage to push us and and get the win that we need. Well said, Marcus. Absolute pleasure to catch up with you as always, and all the best for the Germany game, mate. Thank you. You're listening to the official England podcast. The final whistle has sounded on today's episode and that is all we have time for. But fear not, because the next time you hear from me, it will be game day. And to mark the occasion, I'll be joined by two proper 
England greats. With over 150 caps between them, Stuart Pearce and John Terry will both be joining me. I can't wait for that. All that's left for me to say is don't forget to subscribe to the official England podcast so you never miss an episode. See you tomorrow. Stay safe and come on, England. 